This episode of Getting the Word with Truth's Table is brought to you by IVP. Have you ever connected with God through artwork? Keep listening after the episode to find out more. And by Truth's Table. If you've been blessed by these daily audio Bible podcast readings, please consider supporting Truth's Table on Patreon at patreon.com slash truthstable. This is IVP. Listening to Get in the Word with Truth's Table. Your word is truth, your word is life. Presented by Innervar City Press. Your word is truth, your word is life. A daily audio Bible podcast read by Dr. Christina Edmondson and Akemeni Uwan. Let's get in the Word, and may the Word get in us. Open our eyes that we may behold wonderful things in your Word. Old Testament reading, Job, chapter 33 through chapter 34. Elihu invites Job's attention. But now, O Job, listen to my words and hear everything I have to say. See now, I have opened my mouth. My tongue in my mouth has spoken. My words come from the uprightness of my heart, and my lips will utter knowledge sincerely. The Spirit of God has made me, and the breath of the Almighty gives me life. Reply to me if you can. Set your arguments in order before me and take your stand. Look, I am just like you in relation to God. I too have been molded from clay. Therefore, no fear of me should terrify you nor should my pressure be heavy on you. Elihu rejects Job's plea of innocence. Indeed, you have said in my hearing, I heard the sound of the words, I am pure, without transgression. I am clean and have no iniquity. Yet God finds occasions with me. He regards me as his enemy. He puts my feet in shackles. He watches closely all my paths. Now in this, You are not right, I answer you, for God is greater than a human being. Why do you contend against him that he does not answer all a person's words? Elihu disagrees with Job's view of God. For God speaks the first time in one way, the second time in another, though a person does not perceive it. In a dream, a night vision, When deep sleep falls on people as they sleep in their beds, then he gives a revelation to people and terrifies them with warnings to turn a person from his sin and to cover a person's pride. He spares a person's life from corruption, his very life from crossing over the river, or a person is chastened by pain on his bed and with the continual strife of his bones so that his life loathes food 
and his soul rejects appetizing fare. His flesh wastes away from sight, and his bones, which were not seen, are easily visible. He draws near to the place of corruption, and his life to the messengers of death. If there is an angel beside him, one mediator, out of a thousand, to tell a person what constitutes his uprightness. And if God is gracious to him and says, Spare him from going down to the place of corruption, I have found a ransom for him. Then his flesh is restored, like a youth's. He returns to the days of his youthful vigor. He entreats God, and God delights in him. He sees God's face with rejoicing, and God restores to him his righteousness. That person sings to others, saying, I have sinned and falsified what is right, but I was not punished according to what I deserved. He redeemed my life from going down to the place of corruption, and my life sees the light. Elihu's Appeal to Job Indeed, God does all these things twice, three times in his dealings with a person to turn back his life from the place of corruption, that he may be enlightened with the light of life. Pay attention, Job. Listen to me. Be silent, and I will speak. If you have any words, reply to me. Speak, for I want to justify you. If not, you listen to me. Be silent, and I will teach you wisdom. Elihu's Second Speech Elihu answered, Listen to my words, you wise men. Hear me, you learned men. For the ear assesses words as the mouth tastes food. Let us evaluate for ourselves what is right. Let us come to know among ourselves what is good. For Job says, I am innocent, but God turns away my right. Concerning my right, should I lie? My wound is incurable, although I am without transgression. Who is there like Job, who drinks derision like water, who goes about in company like evildoers? He goes along with wicked men, for he says it does not profit a man when he makes his delight with God. God is not unjust. Therefore listen to me, you men of understanding, far be it from God to do wickedness, from the Almighty to do evil. For he repays a person for his work, and according to the conduct of a person, he causes the consequences to find him. Indeed, in truth, God does not act wickedly, and the Almighty does not pervert justice. Who entrusted to him the earth? And who put him over the whole world? If God were to set his heart on it, and gather in his spirit and his breath, all flesh would perish together, and human beings would return to dust. God is impartial and omniscient. If you have understanding, listen to this. Hear what I have to say. Do you really think that one who hates justice can govern? And will you declare guilty the supremely righteous one? Who says to a king, worthless man, and to nobles, wicked men? Who shows no partiality to princes and does not take note of the rich more than the poor, because all of them are the work of his hands? In a moment they die, in the middle of the night, people are shaken and they pass away. The mighty are removed effortlessly, for his eyes are on the ways of an individual, 
he observes all a person's steps. There is no darkness and no deep darkness where evildoers can hide themselves. For he does not still consider a person that he should come before God in judgment. He shatters the great without inquiry and sets up others in their place. Therefore he knows their deeds. He overthrows them in the night, and they are crushed. He strikes them for their wickedness in a place where people can see, because they have turned away from following him and have not understood any of his ways, so that they cause the cry of the poor to come before him, so that he hears the cry of the needy. But if God is quiet, who can condemn him? If he hides his face, then who can see him? Yet he is over the individual and the nation alike, so that the godless man should not rule and not lay snares for the people. Job is foolish to rebel. Has anyone said to God, I have endured chastisement, but I will not act wrongly any more? Teach me what I cannot see. If I have done evil, I will do so no more. Is it your opinion that God should recompense it because you reject this? But you must choose and not I. So tell us what you know. Men of understanding say to me, any wise man listening to me says, that Job speaks without knowledge and his words are without understanding. But Job will be tested to the end because his answers are like those of wicked men. For he adds transgression to his sin. In our midst he claps his hands and multiplies his words against God. New Testament Reading Matthew chapter 12, verses 1 through 8 Lord of the Sabbath At that time Jesus went through the grain fields on a Sabbath. His disciples were hungry, and they began to pick heads of wheat and eat them. But when the Pharisees saw this, they said to him, Look, your disciples are doing what is against the law to do on the Sabbath. He said to them, Haven't you read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? How he entered the house of God and ate the sacred bread, which was against the law for him or his companions to eat, but only for the priest. Or have you not read in the law that the priest in the temple desecrate the Sabbath and yet are not guilty? I tell you that something greater than the temple is here. If you had known what this means, I want mercy and not sacrifice, you would not have condemned the innocent, for the Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Luke chapter 6 verses 1 through 5 Lord of the Sabbath Jesus was going through the grain fields on a Sabbath, and his disciples picked some heads of wheat, rubbed them in their hands, and ate them. But some of the Pharisees said, Why are you doing what is against the law on the Sabbath? Jesus answered them, Haven't you read what David did when he and his companions were hungry? How he entered the house of God, took and ate the sacred bread, which is not lawful for any to eat but the priests alone, and gave it to his companions. Then he said to them, The Son of Man is Lord of the Sabbath. Mark chapter 2 Verses 23 through 28. 
Jesus was going through the grain fields on a Sabbath, and his disciples began to pick some heads of wheat as they made their way. So the Pharisees said to him, Look, why are they doing what is against the law on the Sabbath? He said to them, Have you never read what David did when he was in need, and he and his companions were hungry? How he entered the house of God, where Abathar was high priest, and ate the sacred bread, which is against the law for any but the priest to eat, and also gave it to his companions. Then he said to them, The Sabbath was made for people, not people for the Sabbath. For this reason, the Son of Man is Lord, even of the Sabbath. This is the word of God for the people of God. May God add a blessing to the reading of his word. Let us go boldly to God's throne of grace. Gracious and merciful God, the God who is the God of the Sabbath, we thank you, O Lord, that you invite us into rest. We thank you for your finished work on our behalf. We thank you, O God, for your correction, even through your word, the ways in which we can live at times where We think that we are doing something for you. We can so easily fall into a form of legalism and forget that you are the gracious gift giver and you have given to us the Sabbath, reminding us of the pace in which we ought to live, reminding us to focus our priorities on the main things centering on you, reminding us to rest from our works-based self-righteousness and to entrust ourselves to your finished work. We thank you that you are the God of the Sabbath, the God who has invited us into rest, a God who does not deny us anything that is set to make us more like Jesus. So, O oh God, we ask that by the Spirit you would help us to open these spiritual eyes and ears that we might live in a way that fully receives and values what you have given to us in your word how you have called us to live. We thank you, O God, that in you, even if we find ourselves weary today, we can find our deepest, truest, and richest rest. Amen. Artists often address subjects that our culture seeks to avoid, but with guidance, we can read and understand a painting with a more discerning eye and even encounter deeper levels of spiritual meaning than we could on our own. In IVP's beautiful book, The Art of Lent, art historian Sister Wendy Beckett offers reflections and insights that will help you engage in and prepare your hearts during the season of Lent. The Art of Holy Week and Easter is also available. Learn more at ivpress.com and use the code THEWORD for 30% off and free U.S. shipping. That's ivpress.com and the code T-H-E-W-O-R-D. We pray this time of getting the word with Truth Table has encouraged us all to not only be hearers of God's word, but doers. Share your reflections on these scriptures with us on Twitter and Instagram using the hashtag GetInTheWord and hashtag TruthsTable. Saints, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, Think about these things, practice these things, 
and the God of peace will be with you. Go with God. Get in the Word with Truth's Table is a production of InterVarsity Press. For 75 years, IVP has created and published resources that deepen lives for Christ to engage the university, church, and the world. Visit ivpress.com for more information. Our Bible reading plan is from biblestudytogether.com, and the Bible version is the new English translation used by permission. Sound engineering is from Pottery Studios, and our executive producer is Helen Lee.